0: Hi, I'm Laura Boswell
1: and I'm Peter Keegan and there's the talented Mr B on sound.
0: So do you want to take the leap and become a working artist, the sort that actually gets to make art and pay the bills at the same time? We're both that sort of artist and we'll help you become one too.
1: Passing on skills from the master to the apprentice has been the backbone of how the movement of visual art has developed and progressed throughout the ages, perhaps since the days of those very first cave paintings. (laughs) Inspiring and encouraging the next generation of artists can often go hand in hand with the job of being an artist itself. But does that make every artist a teacher? In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing the highly rewarding and sometimes challenging topic of teaching. Laura we are not just artists but we are also proud
0: teachers are we not i'm extremely proud of being a teacher yes and i've been teaching since about 2010 i guess and i've i mostly i teach adult learners but i've taught in schools as well and i've taken private one to one classes with single students but I've also uh, include demonstrating mm-hmm. in public and giving talks
1: and lectures. And that's a big crowds of people. Then,
0: and that's it? in front of big crowds of people. But you're the same, aren't you, Peter? You've got a long experience in yeah, teaching. I mean,
1: teaching has sort of always been quite closely interwoven to my artistic practice. So I started off teaching, uh, you know, children in schools, uh, not necessarily art, but working with, you know, children that needed assistance and picked up a, a really strong training in the way to interact with people, you know, not just children, but, you know in people um, and then I, that went on to teaching workshops in adults in mm-hmm. this country and abroad um, and now I'm the director of an art school so it's so sort of it's your it, day art, job it what well. I, it's, I'm you know, incredibly <laughs> passionate about and I feel mm. that it's sort of it's intrinsic to my job I, I feel that I have you know these skills and tips and techniques that I have developed mm. and trained, and I feel almost there's this, this duty, this obligation to to pass it on and inspire the next generation. And the the art school I run, the Courtyard Art Studio, kind of it, that's the real focus of what what the school is all about. It's not just producing pretty pictures; it's passing on the skills and, and mm. training others and encouraging anyone. You know, whether you're experienced or whether you've haven't picked up a paintbrush since you know your school days, to give it a go and, and you can do it. But
0: it's fair to say that we don't just do it for love of students. There is a significant benefit to an artist to being a teacher, don't you think?
1: There's, there's actually quite a wide variety, and I don't people quite realise the, the full... Range of well, things that you pick up but that when you teach people,
0: people always sort of. I mean, yes, there is the financial benefit mm. of it. And if you are working uh, artists making your way, having teaching is a great benefit because it's something that you can book into the calendar, you know, you're going to be paid a fixed amount, you know, that money's coming in. Mm. So it can be a sort of steady backbone of earnings. And that's not to be knocked by any means, especially when you're establishing a career.
1: But that doesn't mean you should do it.
0: (laughs) No, it doesn't mean that you should do it for sure. But while we're talking about the sort of benefits for it, um, one of the things that I feel very passionately about is that it improves... My practice as an artist, because there is nothing like having to explain to a room full of novices Mm. why they should do something and what they should do to improve their work, to make you think through the technique, to make you think through um, why you're suggesting things and to articulate what you're doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It gives, I mean, when I know when I teach, it gives me sort of a deeper understanding of what it is I do. I'm having to justify and i'm really happy well, yeah because the and students will it.
0: ask why oh why? Yeah, what pick... if i do this what yeah, if this yeah. happens what if
1: and I, I like i like that i have to you know justify what i do and this is how i do it and i found that very useful in my artistic practice and my development and, and how i kind of grow my art if i can sort of pick it apart and say, well, this is how I do it. This is is why I do it as well. Not just how, but but why.
0: Also, if you're looking over the shoulder at somebody's drawing or plan or what have you, and you have to help them improve it... You're learning all the time as well yeah. because they're going to be bringing a fresh image to the equation yeah, yeah, yeah. that you, you're
1: not uh, privy to. And it's, 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 there's that lovely saying or cliche that you know you you will learn from your students as, as much as anything else. And you know I do that Absolutely. because they they do challenge me yeah. and they'll ask me questions yeah. and seeing what they're doing, uh, I'm sort of relishing in their successes and learning from their failures as much as hopefully they are as well.
0: Well, I think also it's worth saying at this point as an aside that I've taught. Everybody from experienced printmakers to absolute total beginners. And every single person has brought something useful to the lesson in some way that I've learned from. Mm. So it's it's a really rich experience for me being a teacher.
1: Teaching is, on the whole, it's fun you know it's enjoyable I mean it's it favors people who enjoy working with people due to the nature of it you know you're supposed to be interacting and I'm you know I'm a people person which is not surprising as a portrait painter I like working and being with people and I I I do get a sense of energy from teaching is there's there's an element of it's very inspiring isn't it yeah I I I am aware of the slightly theatrical showy offy everyone's eyes are on you kind of presentation showmanship and Mm. you know I I kind of get that adrenaline rush a little bit and you know some of the some of the most of my best paintings I've done have actually been when I've been teaching and demonstrating in front of hundreds of people. I'm not kind of one Isn't of those sort of yeah. shy kind yeah. of inner cupboard artists. You yeah. know, I kind of I get a buzz from working with others, whether they're learners or whether they're just people kind of curious about what I do. So. It, it can be fun it can be terrifying and it can be scary kind of working with people but watching it's a, it it's
0: always exciting i yeah. mean there's always the excitement of facing new people and actually i would agree with you there is if we look at teaching to include demonstrations and lectures and things there is something really exciting about standing in front of a crowd of people and having to come up with the goods yeah. i like that i quite enjoy that
1: kind. and of from a of course from a marketing point mm. of view you're you're developing your audience because
0: I don't, know about, I don't know about you, but
1: some of my mm. people that I have taught have gone on to buy my work and, and have, have commissioned me to do further things. So, you know, they're not just students, but they're kind of customers, they're value supporters of, of, of what you do. So if anything, it's there mm. are incredibly important strand to my, my audience, the people that mm. I teach and interact, as well as it being enjoyable and as well as it being a financial, you know, strand to my business model that is teaching.
0: So with these many benefits that we've listed, can anybody be a teacher?
1: Oh, I, that's a, such a difficult question. I don't think everyone is a naturally born teacher because it, it does it, require a, quite a strong and specialist skill set, I think, to work with people.
0: Because it's sort of assumed, isn't it, that if you're an artist and you're making good work, people will assume that you will teach. Yeah, that, and, You'll you can be just,
1: asked. and you can pass it on and to, to the next person. I think in many ways, all all artists in some ways should be a teacher of sorts. And what I mean by that is, when you're an artist, you're going to have to justify what you do. You're going to have to mm. maybe explain mm. what it is you do, why you do it, the mm. process to people who buy your work, galleries, dealers, and so on. And and that sort of informing the public is a form of teaching. You're teaching them about what you do. Yes, and you why need you to be it.
0: able to be articulate about what you do and
1: a- how you do it. Absolutely. And I think you know if you if you want to sort of make your way as a, as a working artist, you're going to have to get that confidence to have a, some a dialogue or a little bit of an internal script where you can confidently talk about what it is you do. And why you do it in any situation. Yeah,
0: I mean, as a printmaker, um, I often find that for most people, print is push a button on a computer. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of educating to be done from that point of view. Um, so that people see that, no, I am designing, cutting and hand printing. Yeah, you're educating and the that's audience. that's an education. It. Yeah, yeah. And, and that I'm, comes with the territory. And
1: I've, I'm sort of ignorant of that, where I've mm. I've talked to some of my artist friends who are ceramicists, and I'm completely ignorant about how that goes. And, and they have yeah. to quite rightly say, well, actually, you know, it takes a long time to mm. to throw and to, and to uh, cook. See, I'm using the word It is not It's firing. <laughs> so it shows my ignorance yeah. there. But that whole complicated process. And, you know, they're, what they're doing is they are teaching. Teaching me and giving me a greater appreciation and understanding into what they do so I think you know all artists need to be teachers of sorts but that's very different from being a classroom teacher kind of teaching a course or a workshop yeah. which requires a greater uh, range of skills and abilities because I don't know I've been in the classroom I've been a student and mm-hmm. I've been in front of someone who I would say he's not a very good teacher at all.
0: Yeah, it's that's that's the um, problem with teaching, isn't it? It's very, very easy mm. to spot a bad teacher.
1: Yeah, and we all remember bad teachers at school. I remember, you know, some of the teachers that were wonderful and inspiring. And then I remember those that were pretty awful. And, and as a result, I don't like that subject. It you know, had such a huge yeah. impact on me. I
0: think also for the artist, it's really important to appreciate... That teaching is when you leave your ego at the door. I think yeah. the job of an artist teacher is to use their skills as an artist to coax the creativity and skills out of the student. It's not about parading yourself in front of an admiring audience, is mm. it?
1: So I think there are three kind of things that you need to be, that I would say you need to be, a, uh, you know, I would say a good teacher or certainly a teacher of art. Firstly, you need to know your subject inside and out you need mm. to know what you're talking because you're going to put yourself out there and people are going to pick apart they're going to ask you so many questions about why how what when and you need to know Well, you need also answers.
0: to know well enough uh, your subject well enough to be able to improvise because mm. almost every class throws up a curveball yeah yeah and especially you're not, if you're going to different venues and exactly like and you're
1: not that. supposed to know the answer to every single thing no, no. in the world but you, you you've got to you can't teach something you're just inexperienced about it. I've been on a course where the the tutor clearly didn't know what they were talking about. They were sort of Mm. winging it Mm. and you can see straight through it. And it's just a waste Mm. of time, effort and money. Yes,
0: you have to be comfortable enough to be able to um, deal with problems as they arise and just be calm and confident. So it's not that you have to know everything, but you have to have enough knowledge that you can calmly deal with Glitches as they're thrown up, or curveball questions, or anything that you're not expecting. Mm. So preparation and confidence is a big
1: yeah. So yeah, but being thing, prepared is is that kind of next thing you've got to mm. you've got to come into a lesson prepared or what you're doing so I mean when I teach my courses and workshops I know you know months ago what it is I'm going to be doing because I have had to say well this is the workshop who wants to do this workshop and I've outlined very clearly here's what we're going to do here's how we're going to do it and here's going to be the outcome very kind of transparent. you have to think
0: it through and also the other benefit is if you have a plan and you know what you're delivering you can then Step by step, I always step by step through the whole thing, and at each point, I jot down they'll need this material, they'll need this um, tool you know, right down to the masking tape to hold the tracing in place yeah, yeah. and things like that. So being prepared is not just about what you're going to deliver, it's how you're going to deliver it.
1: Yeah, we, I think in, in, in the in the teaching trade, they call that kind of the, the lesson plan. Yeah. And, and I know, so I know some uh, mm. friends of mine and they literally write pages and pages mm. of his, how it's going to, they break it down sort of minute by hour mm. as, as it goes. Mm. And there are others that kind of just have bullet points. They need to cover yeah, this, 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 this and this. Like, there are different yeah. ways of doing it. But you need to know kind of what you're, yeah, what you're delivering. I'm, I'm
0: sure that we'll be having podcasts that look into the practicalities yeah, in some more depth.
1: Because I think there's so much more in there this. There is stuff so where... much
0: more to talk about with teaching. I mean, today, I think we just want to give a flavour of, you know, whether you want to teach or not and yeah. why. So, so I,
1: the last thing I think you need to have as a to, to be a tutor is you, you need to be encouraging and supportive. I mean, I find... Sometimes I find I'm, more often than not, I'm giving encouragement and support more than I am teaching skills, you know, encouraging them to do it. And they can do it in that sort of self-belief because it is a scary it is position scary. being a and learner.
0: Al- also, I think particularly um, I work with, with adult learners who are leisure learners who, mm. who pay to come on courses and things. And the reasons for coming on a course are often um, quite important. I I often teach people who are at a sort of big episode in their life, like maybe they've just come through a divorce or they've had a bereavement Mm. or something like that. And coming to do an art course is their way of coming back out into the world. So sometimes you can find yourself with students who want to learn what you're teaching, obviously, mm. but come with other baggage as well. So it pays to just pay attention to your audience. Yeah. You have to think about that. Yeah, It's not always... It's not... Uh, teaching in this context is very different from you've got a class of school kids who have to be there.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, In theory, they're all on your side. Hopefully in the classroom, they, they want to be there. Hopefully no one's forced into any of our classrooms. I don't think they are. I but. don't think they are. No. <laughs> they're all there with curiosity and excitement. No, but
0: they are paying to be there and they're looking to enjoy themselves as well as learn.
1: And to get value for money. Yeah, and they to want get value for money.
0: It. So it's very, uh, for me, it's very important that... I give them the tools to go and work on at home, but also that they have a wonderful day out.
1: Yes, yeah. They, they've got to enjoy it. It they've should got to be fun. a treat as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think those uh, courses and classes that I've been a student in, when the teacher and tutor has this enthusiasm and energy and passion and excitement and gusto, the class just goes with it. It kind of mirrors and matches the kind of the pace and the energy of the workshop. Whereas when the tutor is dull and boring and a bit disinterested. It just... The whole class well, kind of follows that. Well, it's back to that
0: artist persona again, yeah, isn't it? As yeah. a teacher, you are playing a role and you do have to carry the class. You have to be in control, but you have to make it fun and you have to make it enjoyable.
1: Yeah, it's back to that kind of... You're, yeah. you're on stage, everyone's watching and you've got to put on a show in a way. You've got to be able to keep them, which is why... Don't worry if teaching isn't for you because not everyone is a teacher. And if you realise that all oh, this If all th- that we're
0: saying fills you with horror... Yeah,
1: then, then you're not a teacher. And that's absolutely fine. But you can still be a teacher in that, inform your audience about what you do and why you do it and say so. that confidently and with but passion. It,
0: you know, I mean, also the other thing about teaching is it's something that you grow into. Hmm. I mean, we're making it all sound a bit intimidating, I think, Peter. But I think when if I look back to when I first started teaching... I know I knew so little then compared to how much mm. I know now. But when I started teaching, I was very passionate that I wanted to give people my knowledge and I wanted to be generous, but also give them a good time. And I really, really cared that they got yes. a good experience. Just as, and, and I think if you really, really care and you know your subject, it's going to show. Yeah. even if you're perhaps not as polished as you will be 10 years down the line Mm. when you've really got some experience.
1: So if you are curious about dipping your toe into teaching, where's a good place to start? Well, I can answer that because
0: I came to teaching um, without the background that you've had. Mm. Um, So I was kind of starting cold. So what happened was that, I was being asked all the time whether I would teach right. and I wasn't sure that I could do it. And I was a little bit nervous. But what I did to start with was that I thought about a workshop and I got some friends around. And I delivered the workshop Ah, to them as there was no money involved, I have to say. But I delivered the workshop to them as I planned to deliver it.
1: you got some willing guinea pigs. Willing guinea
0: pigs. And that meant that I could see how long things took. I could make a note of things that I hadn't included that were going to be necessary. I could check out that I was getting all the information across. I have to say these were friends who were not printmakers.
1: so Which was quite important
0: because you need someone to test who doesn't know. Yeah the subject so and at the end of the day I sat down and had a chat to them about how they found it and what they suggested and having got all that feedback the next step up was that I contacted a few of the people who'd asked me if I taught and said look would you be interested in coming to a class where you just pay the cost of that class mm. for the equipment And then I'll deliver it to you, but I won't charge you for my teaching. Mm. So kind of a soft opening, if you like. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So then I had, i gone from friends who were kind to strangers who were not paying the full whack. So they were a little bit more generous. Mm. Um, And I did exactly the same thing.
1: Mm. I think my first experience of teaching adults was a similar vein in that um, I started off with doing one-to-ones. Because, again, I was, oh, I was asked, yeah. you know, would I do teaching? And, you know, I had never had any experience of teaching adults. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, just, it was just sort of teaching in, in, in sc- uh, schools, teaching children. So I did a one-to-one and it was a friend of the family and and, yeah, and she was really very keen. helpful and it was my it? sister-in-law yeah. as well actually oh, right. yeah okay. and it was it was just sort of having a go and seeing if I could structure what I thought I knew yeah. into bite-sized chunks and in a step-by-step process and then once I ha- did those one-to-ones then it opened into uh small local art groups where there was just mm. sort of six so like or, me so. this
0: was a gradual thing yeah
1: yeah it was you know thinking about it it didn't go straight into sort of you know lecturing or teaching you know yes. large groups and and sort of Pitching it at high masterclass, it was you know slow growth and, and building you know my own confidence. In well, what frankly,
0: I was doing. you could have done the first class and thought, hell, I hate this, I'm yeah. not doing this,
1: and that's perfectly yeah. fine. You know, that's, done, that's is, much better that way yeah, than you know, a good way to learn. Working with an organisation, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, after I'd done all that, I did actually do a course in adult learning. Uh, one of the venues that I approached to teach. Set, had a deal going where they would put you on a course, a short course of adult to learn to be an adult oh, wow, tutor okay. in exchange for you teaching there for, uh, I mm. think it was one or two years or something, committing to teach with them. Mm. So I went and did that course and it was it was very interesting in, in many respects. In many respects, it wasn't really relevant because it was kind of aimed at people who were teaching people who needed to get a qualification, well, yes, something yeah, like yeah. that. But it was useful for giving information on things like handling boundaries, what your responsibilities were, you know, basic nuts and bolts like that. So there are courses that you can go on mm. if you feel that you would like to sort of have a more formal skill set. And there's
1: lots of books out there as well. You know, there are. the other thing I would recommend is, is to find another teacher and yes. speak to them and, and pick yes. their brains. And I know I certainly did. And, you know, particularly those teachers I was aware that were very good you know mm. tutors and teachers and to sit down over coffee and pick their brains and get some advice well if they're you do willing hear to some
0: to interesting give. stories about teachers. yeah t- I, I think somebody.
1: we've got a few interesting <laughs> stories Ourselves, we'd be very careful how we talk about this, but you know, you you can be in a classroom with the most wonderful set of people, and then sometimes you can get uh, people that can make the whole process sometimes difficult or a little bit challenging. Which is just it's just what life is like, isn't it? Dealing with people.
0: Well, it's not it's not just that. I I can remember teaching at a venue where I turned up on day one, and the first thing I had to do was unblock the sink. Oh,
1: lovely. <laughs> it
0: was a bit grim. I can I, I, tell you.
1: I hope my sink's never unblocked when you come no, and, no, and teach at my. I it, have I, to say, I the
0: would. courtyard arts <laughs> <laughs> it's always immaculate, but no, it's it's you do have to be a bit adaptable like that because you can turn up to venues and find things are not as you expected. Yes, yes. and something's happened. Yes, I've
1: I've been a victim of that and turning up and they and they go oh it's oh it's today and they're not prepared and the room's yes. locked and it's all a mess and yeah. and it's you have to then spend time being a caretaker and then you're taking lunch orders and all sorts of stuff which is sort of not what you're prepared to do.
0: But it's, in a way, that's fantastically useful for yeah. artists because you are going to, in the course of your career, perhaps have to go to a residency where you're working away from your studio or you may be at an art fair or... Or something like that, and it's all going to change. And there are always going to be things thrown at you. And the better you get at lateral thinking and coping with yeah. stuff like that, the better. Could, so teaching can be really beneficial for yeah, that.
1: You could be really adaptable and flexible. I think, you know, mm. if you can do that, so if you can suddenly teach in a new venue with new people outside, good for different your confidence. Isn't oh it? yeah, very much so. And I think you know, you you become a more you know, I suppose, employable uh, person, and people want to come with you because they. They trust you that you're going to do a good job no matter what they throw at you.
0: Yes, I think, I think teaching as a, a sort of career development tool as well is, is really good. And the other thing about it is that it teaches you to listen to people. And to hear, you know, if you're going to be a good teacher, you have to listen mm, to people mm. and you have to take things on board. And anything that helps you relate better to the public is going to help you relate better to your customers Absolutely. and better to your galleries and things like that. So there are sort of positive benefits. But to go back to that idea that it's not for everyone, I think that's really important because it's there's no point being a bad teacher. No is that i mean it's just going to do you damage and it's going to hugely disappoint people and, it's not and waste their time and money
1: and it's not good for the economy that we're in you know we want to i want to protect this artistic economy that that we are in and i want to fill it with good teachers who are proud of what they do and are yeah. good at what they do and not bringing it down
0: yeah absolutely and i think also if you are reluctant to teach but you do it anyway It shows and people, it it also muddies the water as far as your reputation as an artist.
1: As a a director of an art school, Mm. if there's somebody who I feel just their heart isn't in it, Mm. that they're not fully committed to it, that they're not giving their all, they're not fully passionate, then... I'm very careful about inviting them back because mm. it just it reflects badly on the school. It reflects badly on all of us mm. other tutors that teach there and it's sort of not good for business. So it's, yeah. it's a it's a really... I have a lot of respect for those artists that can teach and I have a lot of respect mm. for teachers generally because it's a jolly hard job.
0: But I think also it's something that you will very quickly feel if it is for you or not. Yeah. it's It's very important to, by all means, test the water and you may love it, you may hate it, but try it. And because see when it, it works... Oh,
1: it's great. It, it's, it's magical. When someone yeah. just walks away going, I can't believe I produced that. You helped me see, you helped me learn, and something has sparked in them. You know, that, that's, that's oh, kind of what we do. It. I,
0: there is nothing like it. I have... Um An ex-student of mine, I gave him his first lesson in Japanese woodblock and he has gone on now. He's carving cherry wood at expert level. His knowledge has far exceeded mine and I'm so proud of that. That just brings me so much joy and I think that's absolutely fantastic.
1: So, Laura, what are our takeaways from this podcast?
0: So, my takeaway for this week is teach for love not just for the money. If you teach just for financial gain, it's going to show. But if you love teaching, it's going to inspire you and it's going to encourage you in your own practice and it's going to be a joyful thing.
1: Thanks, Laura. And thank you for listening. Remember, you can catch up with the stuff we've covered during this episode in our show notes at askanartistpodcast.com. A moment to subscribe and we're all yours. A weekly word in your ear to keep you on the path to art.